quartet and like a choir. Yeah. They, 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 they had to give it to him for the year before that. They gave it to uh, or the last time he was up. They gave it to uh, the one dude, Drift Rapper. Ear flap. The Drift Rapper guy. Oh, he got so is, yeah. there, is there a Pulitzer, like a rap category in there? No, I was just meant like the album before that, Good Kid Man City, got a whole lot of critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. I went in the Pulitzer and the Grammy, didn't get anything. And Macklemore did a song about, you know, We Are the World or something. And that one won. But his album was trash. <clears throat> um and it was hard body trash back then. Sorry, Macklemore, I, I think you're a good artist. But if you think about Good Kid, Mad City, I don't even remember the album title. That's how, you know, it was. So to see him winning for Damn, which to me was like a considerably better project sonically than Good Kid, Mad City, I think it was rightfully old, right? Mm-hmm. It was rightfully due. I like Kendrick. I'm waiting on a Kendrick Lamar album. But what is the category? What is the Pulitzer category that um, writing is? It's like or what he won. Uh huh. No, there's a music category. There's a music category. Okay. Pulitzer music category. Yeah. Who are some of the past winners? I mean, they. I've I'd never heard about it until um, I heard about uh, Kendrick Lamar winning it. Who? Who? Are, who are some? Do they have? Is there a list? Did you say Dana Dane? Flavor Flav. Thank you, uh, Mike. Thank you, Evan. It is my birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was literally the first thing I said when I woke up. Was the and it's the first year I actually remember coming to America. Yes, it is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I forget every year for like the last thirty years. I'm like, I'm going to say that on my birthday, and I forget every year. Today, it was like I woke up, and my wife opened the blinds, and she's like, you can wake up. It's your birthday. And I was woke up, and she's like, what, what's wrong? And I was like, it is my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, that was it. I didn't do anything else after that. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and cycle back that track you opened up with, birthday song two. Bring of that course, back a little bit. Course, we'll get of course. More of that flavor. What they thought. Yeah. So this is a I'm sorry. She got a big booty, so I call her big booty. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's that not. It's, 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 it's not. It did definitely should have won a Pulitzer surprise. I, I hope that big booty woman was was looking out was was hoping for a man with more imagination. And <laughs> she, she like came into the VIP. She's like, okay. And then he's like, you got a big booty. I'm gonna call you big booty. She just turned around and left. She's like, are you kidding me? Ben heard that. Yeah, give me something better than that. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are basic. They are basic, man. But don't, don't some started. of the most basic mm-hmm. lyrics have stuck in songs for years. You know, years. Mm-hmm. You know, basic it's, it's a Beastie Spiders song. 
Thanks, Ken. Itsy Bitsy Spider is a song. Simple, basic. It is a song. Yeah. Do you know the lyrics? Absolutely. Somebody could have been making royalties off of Itsy Bitsy Spider. That's all I'm saying. Is that is that your go-to argument? Someone talks about music. No, no, no. I have yeah, but what a long about list. The Spider, though? What about huh? James Brown? You want to talk about that? Yeah, Frank, but James, James, James Brown has a literary song where he says, make it funky for about three minutes yeah. in that song. And it doesn't change how you feel about the song. Because it's not about the word. It's about, it's the, about word. the music. And then and I would so argue why you the say the word. I would argue the same. <laughs> I would argue the same about Big Booty. I mean, I'm sure it's the beat. And you know, no, no woman it's, is listening. It's the moment. Time. It's the moment. It's, when it's when the he moment. says it, it's the moment. <laughs> it's like I call her big booty saw. I, I saw her. What is it? She got a big booty saw. I call her big booty. <laughs> What in the club? Everybody who hears that part is gonna stop and be like, "She got a big booty." So I call booty. It sticks. That's true. That's true. If if she got a big booty and I call her gluteus maximus, nobody's gonna say that shit. Maybe no, that, it depends on the beat. There's science that like sure. remember when enough. uh when Move Bitch came out like I love that song by the way. Come on, oh, play that, that with John. It's your birthday. You should just chill. Oh, all man. Oh, just John's ready. It's gonna be the, the copyright <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> copyright infringement. Episode. That is, I mean, but that one is more inspired. Well, I mean, but of course the that's chorus is the chorus. Yeah. yeah. No, this song is hot. <laughs> no, I love this song. I love mystical too. <laughs> yes, no, I, right. I think the song is fun. <laughs> what? 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 Thing to drive to, man. Exactly. It is a great driving song. What? Anybody on the highway right now, play this song and just me mug everybody on the highway. Mouth the words. They think you cussing them out. You singing this song. Now let's see how he comes out the gate. Okay, that's the chorus. Listen. He's commentating the fight. That's it. That's so much better than you got a big booty. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta get missing. You hear that fucking crowd? Stop that goddamn show! The curtains down. Get up there, sing your song, and no, sit down. He went the whole <laughs> knock the curtains down, boy. See, my, my kids, my kids, my old school. So like when OGs would talk to me, they was talking from those like you know Sly and the Family Stone, James Brown, all them guys. My talking when I get to my grandkids, I'm gonna be like, dude, my high school years, we got crunk, we tore shit up. We fought. We wore Tim's and got banned because everybody was stomping in the club to 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 Ludacris and DTP all the way to Lil John. We were rough, man. Our music was rough, right? Hold on, the tip you got wait some wait people were Tim's, Tim's got banned from clubs in my home city and most cities I know in the Midwest that had black people. You couldn't as a black dude wear Timberlands in a bar or club because of songs like this. When they what? come on and yeah. people will wear Tim's because they yeah. fashion statements, right? Uh -huh. But can you imagine a whole bunch of dudes just in there stomping and talking about movies, <laughs> kicking people in the face with <laughs> Tim's? You know what I mean? But that's not all dudes. Like, I wasn't kicking anybody <laughs> with Tim's. I like uh -huh. Tim's because it's cold and they look yeah. nice. But if I wore Tim's because of the music I was listening to, 
<laughs> Even if they was playing move bitch in the club, they would tell me I couldn't get in with my shoes. Oh, that's oh, you know that that's that's a bit much. I didn't. Mm, who knew? Yeah. There's another yeah. song. Too. I'm trying to see if I can find this other but song. But I don't blame them. If yeah. people tearing down curtains and stuff when they come out on stage and people kicking people in the who wants all of that? You know, the venue owners are just like, you just go ahead and have your party, man. Just don't tear yeah. up my stuff. Now you gotta shoot and kill everybody, man. Come right. On. That's like you know how many like house parties you have. Can you can you just imagine if you were afraid that every time you had like a gathering, people would tear your stuff? <laughs> you should be afraid. You should be afraid. You should tear up. If it's yeah, a good I, party, I gonna say everybody kind of fears that once they invite like a certain amount of guests, that's why you give them the plus ones because you don't know that extra person, and they might be the party animal that comes through and breaks your shit, breaks your bathroom. Turns the curtains down. I don't know why, but oh, three six mafia. Yes, Evan. I I live for some three six mafia. You know I got a place. Three six. Why are you? Why are you looking right over? I don't know what is working on, but I know one thing. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, John. Oh, that's that's the show. The other day, yeah. I listened to uh, "Ha" by Juvenile. Yeah, uh -huh. that's yeah. a good one. It's on the yeah. trip. It is. I enjoy it. Is. It. It, is. <laughs> it is. I think I think it's called "Huh." Uh, ah. you, you call it "Huh." Uh huh. 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 Juvenile is one of the biggest selling rappers of all time, man. Yes, yes, here it is. That's who with that bad ass thing. That's who that can't keep going in because he's because he was from the south, exactly, and it's tied to that culture. Because we go north, we're like, I fuck with it. I don't understand. <laughs> I sound familiar, but I don't understand. It. I rock with it. It's kind of like music. Man. I like music because of that. You can have a song that has no, no sense. People talk shit about Michael Jackson all the time for all of those little hardcore he did that nobody understands. Most of the rappers do all of the albums very similar to Michael Jackson, right? Tell me one person that knows everything Michael Jackson said in his music, including his album. Yeah, I don't know. Who's talking shit about Michael Jackson's music? I'm not saying anybody's talking shit, but we're talking about like words, right? Michael Jackson had a lot of ad libs where nobody knew what he was saying, and, <laughs> yeah. right? So you know, a guy like Young Thug. If you look at it, I mean, we let Michael get away with not using words in <laughs> music because it sounded good. And now we have guys like Future and all these other guys who kind of. I think I think there's a difference between the written word and just mm -hmm. ad libbing, improv, and just feeling it. Like I feel like that's what Jane Brown was doing. I don't think he sat down and wrote <laughs> that song you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just yeah, it just happened. It's something yeah. that just happened. So, so you're saying 
So, so what I'm gonna try to do, what's that thing now that you could do on your phone where you can listen and you can actually watch the lyrics as somebody is, uh, as a song is coming up? I'm sure. gonna do that. It's on an actual Apple Music. If you go to Apple Music. Well, someone transcribed it, but. Well, that's what I'm saying. I wanna, I wanna transcribe James Brown. I wanna print off his lyrics of his song and then <laughs> we can read them and see. I think. I think they're safe and they just probably put in parentheses undiscernible. Like, you know, <laughs> you know just like, undiscernible. Or just James Brown grunt. <laughs> grunt, moan. Not an average moan. James Brown grunt. James Brown grunt. <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, I wanted to jump into this as well. Um, because it is my birthday. Yes. This is an Ask John Anything Day. Um, for my birthday. You can ask me any question. I'll answer it as best as I can. Um, so yeah, take the time. I'm on. I'm, I'm here. That's with my group included. Anything y'all want to ask me? What do Does you I hate about Amici? Let's, uh, let's just get that out. Uh, That's a good question. It's probably... <laughs> I think the thing I hate about Amici... <laughs> thing I hate about Amici is I didn't meet him earlier in my life. <laughs> Damn Amici. Got him. <laughs> hate that about him too. Hate him about him, man. I should have met you when I was like 15, yeah. not who like you, 25. Who do, you, who do you think would win in a fight uh, between Antoine and Amici? I've, I've often thought like if we were to like <laughs> in like, a fight? Red, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know y'all was gonna go this way. Um, <laughs> who do I think will win in a fight, man? I think it depends on the setting and what they're fighting over. Yes, good one. Yes. I'll give you the that most one, motivation. So. Who has the most motivation? Yeah. Sounds like it's a pretty. I, I, I'll give you an example, right? So I had two friends okay. that literally I watched fight over the front seat. Who calls shotgun? <laughs> That was one of the most interesting fights I ever watched because these guys both were motivated, right? One was like, I called it. That's the rules. The other one was like, but I've known John longer, right? And I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. But let's see what happens. And, of course, they fought it out. Like, they were, like, pulling each other, slamming doors on each other's arms and legs, trying to fight. Oh, my gosh. And, um, and then one guy ended up winning it out. I was like, got it, knew me longer. And I was like, okay, maybe that motivation tipped them over the edge. Maybe, maybe the guy <laughs> thought about it was like, why the fuck are we fighting so hard over this seat? Another seat left to the foot away. Another seat. Left to the foot away. Why are we hurting ourselves? There was three seats in the back. Man. All he had to do yeah. was literally just lay down. He would have had a seat. Um, and he actually had a license, which the guy who won didn't have a license. It's like maybe the guy didn't have a license. That inspiration was more. So that's what I would say. Two guys, look at them. I've never seen them fight. I would I would pick my money on the one that had the more clear motivation. It's a non-answer if I've ever gone. You see that? A non-answer. Non-answer. A non-answer. It depends. <laughs> it depends. Yeah, uh, Evan wants to know if you ate your onions. So, um, no, I don't like onions. So, Evan, what he's referring to, my cousin, is um, probably the same problem I have now with my kids. When I was a kid, we used to think 
some of the weirdest words were funny. And anytime any of us was going to do something like bowling or I don't know, something really important to rattle each other or to make each other laugh, we would yell out onions at the most like inopportune time. And only we would know what we were laughing about is we thought onions just sounded funny. It's like a funny word. My kids now, <laughs> both my kids, they say booty probably 40% of the day in, in their words. My two-year-old literally says the word booty for everything. She'll ask you a question. Um, Daddy, can I get this? And I'd be like, yeah, which one do you want? She'd be like, the booty apple. And I'd be like, you don't have to say booty in front of it. And then she'll laugh and then she'll run off. And then she'll come back and ask another question. And she puts booty in front of everything. She just thinks it's a funny word. And I got mad, but I realized that I used to do this too. We used to say onions. With onions. And as he said, use other words as swear words. Booty is okay. <laughs> Why do you think they've uh, they've latched on to uh, the booty? I think because you know you change diapers a lot, so it's, it's, you're always interacting with the booty at some point of the day, <laughs> <laughs> and that's just something they just hear. So it's just like it's funny when we say the word booty. It is a funny word. It is. I can't lie. When they're like, I told Zara, I'm like, look. That's gonna be my comedian because she already coming up with jokes, trying to get me to get her to say booty. <laughs> like, I already know what you're doing. You don't want that apple. I know you want a booty apple. I got you. Don't get out of here. Uh, um, yeah. Maybe, so, yeah. maybe, maybe uh, who's the who's the rapper? Maybe he thought that that was a funny word too. And that's why he's like, hey man, I got I got an idea for a song. <laughs> All I want for my birthday is a big booty girl. He just wanted to figure out some kind of way to say booty a lot. And so he's yeah, like, booty yeah. isn't said enough in, in just at, at all. And he wanted to kick it off. He just wanted to say that. He, I think it is a funny word. It, to me, anytime I hear that word, it, it kind of throws me off a little bit. Because it's, like, it's not a word you just use much. Like, you can't be like, yeah, man, my booty hurt. You can be like, what? <laughs> Your booty? But it's a word that we all know what it means and what it is. And now my kids are saying it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't learn it from school because they don't go to school. <laughs> so I can't blame school. Come here using all the dirty, nasty language. Yeah. Uh, Any other questions or ideas for scenes? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut to uh, doctor's oh. office. All right, Amici. Um, so let's just go over this one more time um, mm -hmm. for the suppository. Um, you're going to be taking this pill and placing it inside of your booty. And <laughs> you're going to do that about hey, uh, two to three times uh, a day. Doc, doc, uh, doc uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You like use you know, your normal like scientific uh, language, uh, but then you say booty. Like it's the one <laughs> word that you like to throw into sentences, which is you know. Oh, do, I, do you need the chart? We can uh, let me point it out on the chart here. The booty is okay. located right here uh, at the bottom of the spine, 
Oh, so I know Colin leads down to the booty. You'll see there's a no, no, no. I mean, I, I know what it is. It's just you know, there's so many other words you could use instead of booty. Like booty is like a weird, funny kind of sounding word. You think it's funny? Uh, I don't think what you have is funny. I think the reason you need this medication is very serious. Oh no, it is. It's very serious. I I agree. It's just you know, it, it kind of downplays it when you say booty. Um, you know, that I'm I'm not like I don't have a serious health problem. So you know, it's like a, almost like it's a Funny thing, you know. Amici, what do you do for a living? What do I do? Um, I do. I, I work in an office. You work in an office. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't tell you how to work in an office, Amici. Uh, I, I want to tell you that you know, I've been practicing medicine for the better part of seven years, and mm -hmm. for you to say that the word choice that I use is inappropriate is offensive. Now, I think you have a problem with booties. Okay, and maybe that's something that you need to figure out for yourself. The booty is a completely natural part of the human body. We all have one, and we should get used to having one. If you have a hard time accepting that you have a booty, that I have a booty, then you need to go home and get like, some uh, real serious thoughts, especially when you're taking this depository. Uh, so, hold on. Where did you go to medical school, Doc? I'm, I'm trying, trying to figure this or did I go to together. medical school? Yeah. Well, Was that I like a term to... you picked up in, in medical school? I went to the Arizona <laughs> Institute of Booty. Oh, there it is. I've heard about that place. <laughs> what have you heard? The Arizona <laughs> Institute of Booty? Every, whatever problem you have, they they think it's linked to the booty. And you have to solve it with some kind it's of booty. brilliant therapy. is what it is. We cut, right. to the Arizona, we cut to the Arizona. <laughs> All right, everybody sit down. Y'all welcome to Anatomy 101. I know you, uh, you did all your studies undergrad, uh, all your medical uh, entry courses, and uh, what you may have learned, I would like for you to leave that at the door because we are going to teach you a whole new way of looking at the human body. Everybody focuses on the brain, the heart, uh, but here we focus on the booty. Because that's where it starts, and that's where it ends. Excuse me, excuse me. Yes, sir. Are yes, you sir. referring to the gluteus maximus? Oh, we don't say that word. Stand up, stand up. You in the back, stand up. Okay. Everybody, turn around. Look at him. And you, sir, you turn around. Yeah, turn yeah. your back, everybody. Let us, yeah, let us see your back. Yeah, don't turn your back. Everybody, I want you to take a look at this young man. He may not be here at the end of this course. I just told him. The part of the body that we focused on, and he wanted to change the language, make something so scientifically official. But, sir, turn back around and face me now. Look me in my eye. As I tell you, we call it the booty here. If I ever hear, see, or read Gluteus Maximus, you will be expelled summarily. Excuse me, Professor. Excuse yes, me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So, my girlfriend has a big booty. Oh, good. She asked me what I wanted for my birthday. Uh -huh. So, and I asked her for another girl with a big booty. Ah, uh, yes. The duplicitous booty ushitus. That's what I told her. I told exactly. her the duplicitous booty Yeah, we're going to get into that in the second semester. Right now, we're just going to deal with single booties. Uh, we're going to focus on booties. Uh, we're going to focus on fupas. We're going to focus on titties. We're going to focus on all the parts of the body that y'all need to know about and the uh, uh, terminology that we're going to use here. 
We uh we cut to a study group. <laughs> uh, do you have the um the notes on on titties? We uh I didn't, I didn't get that part. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, but I, I I was just staring at the screen all the time. I couldn't focus. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I'm still stuck on, on the booty question um, from 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 the lecture. I I I I don't know if I'm going to make it. Why not? I mean, this is all of our dreams, right? To be medical professionals, right? We exactly. have to get this stuff down. Hey, can I be honest with you guys? Mm-hmm. I don't really know if I want to be a doctor anymore. I thought this was the last resort, and this is what my father wants. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was just going to just be an access to me being able to see, you know, more women. And it just seems like I, just, I don't want to be researching and studying about booties. I want to be closer to them. You know what I mean? Maybe that's just me. I was just trying to get to my clinicals or something. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be here. That's. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you should on vlog and scene. <laughs> <laughs> want to be a doctor to get chicks. <laughs> so I went to the movie school. Of course you did. <laughs> My man, Chicken Go, Chicken Go, uh, Chicken Joe Clark. He says, um, "Ask John anything. If you had a choice of one or two superpowers." Flight or invisibility, which one are you picking? Uh, I'm going to say flight. <clears throat> and um, the reason I say flight is I don't think you have to really do much to like be invisible nowadays, right? Uh, metaphorically, obviously. But and, and I never see the value. Like as a black dude, if word got out that I was like able to be invisible, people would trust me even less. And that's like a hard one to like. You know, like imagine doing a job, right? Or imagine walking into a store or a bank. They're always going to be on you. But if you could fly, you could do some serious clout shit, right? You could be like, man, shut your ass up. If somebody fights you, just take them up all the way up in the sky and just release them and then catch them, right? And then they would never fuck with you ever again, <laughs> ever, right? Um, but I wouldn't be a superhero if I had superpowers. That's like too much work. And if you notice... They get blamed for everything. And <laughs> I'm the one with the talent. Why the fuck I got to be the one that everybody hates? Right? Sounds like a problem for y'all. So I would do flight and I would travel. And um, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. I never wanted to do with superheroes, though. That, that worked too much. Too much. Everybody's calling them all times of the night, all hours. Everyone's like dependent on them, and then no one's ever really a hundred percent happy. Like you're like you're literally a contract worker, case by case. If you fuck up one case, everybody forget, and now you the shitty dude with, who can fly, right? And you don't get paid. And you don't get paid. You don't got no insurance. All you provide bad. your own costume. Like, <laughs> you gotta make your own costume. You gotta make your own costume. Oh man. You got all these lawsuits and bills, all these buildings you get thrown into, and they're like, that dude did it. And if you are killed one, in the one thing I've learned from watching movies, mainly just with protagonists and antagonists or uh, heroes and villains, villains have more fun. I, I just feel like they just enjoy their time more, they enjoy what they do. 
they have reaped the the and, uh, and most of them get that cash too. They get the cash, they get the, cash, the, they get the devices and we henchmen. Like it's just a lot of a lot of good stuff. I they, they celebrate, you know, that have drinks and stuff at parties. Heroes usually live in some rundown apartment, <laughs> have one good friend, <laughs> and that's about it. We ain't worth nothing. Can't really do nothing to Can't them. Really do nothing except for when they're at their lowest, and that's the only moment when they're like, "Come on, man! You remember when you were sweet?" <laughs> and and then they get back up, right? Your girlfriends are always up to kidnapping and families, all that shit, right? If I was a villain, I ain't got to worry about that. I would be like, <laughs> snap my fingers, get that dude, man. <laughs> I, I would be the super villain that had powers that made other people do my shit for me. <laughs> They'd call me and I'd be like, hey, go do this or I'm fucking you up. I'm take you in the sky and drop you. And then they're going to go handle it and I can sit back and do what I want to do, right? Just take phone calls. Enterprise. <laughs> Enterprise. Enterprise. <laughs> I can sell, sell my services that way. Um, but I, but but yeah, I, I've weirdly enough, man, always been fascinated by villains, not even on a good versus evil, just on a more of a, you know, you can kind of identify with some of their complaints, right? A villain, typically a good one, usually has some grievances. <laughs> the grievances are pretty legit, and the person has probably tried the normal channel, and they're like, "Fuck you, you're not." A politician, career politician. So they go, all right, cool. I'm going to take over this whole shit and I'm going to make y'all do it. And boom. I don't care what happens after I'm gone because y'all didn't care what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I always always enjoy a villain with a point. A villain that, like when you hear why they do what they do, you're like, well, me, not me, not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I can see maybe his methods I don't agree with. <laughs> yeah. Like these politicians you are serving financed and grew the Atlantic slave trade. You'd be like, all right, bro, you got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Capital building it is, right? Go ahead. <laughs> right. But I mean, at the same time, you know, deep down, there's some ego shit going on for you to be that crazy to to imagine your dreams. Your ego has to be iceberg huge, right under the ocean, and um, you never want a dude that just has that much moxie and ambition to be leading shit. They don't they don't see a wall, and a personal a, a leader that doesn't see a wall is going to eventually you know take more for themselves or conquerors, right? Mm -hmm. Got to get that dude out of there quick. That's why you got to be like me. You do you, John the supervillain. I contract out my services. You know, I'd be like, I'm, or I'd be like the mafia guy, right? You can't even know it was me that did it, but you know it was me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, my wife says that people like to have like unchecked power. People are fascinated by the concept of unchecked power. So that's what like motivates a lot of these villains and people like that. It wasn't that for me. <clears throat> it wasn't that. Yeah. Any other questions? But I like that. I like that. <clears throat> villains. Uh, we cut to uh, human resources office. Listen, Antoine. I'm. I know. 
I know that you want all of your money for the year up front, but we just don't pay that way. Our pay structure is every two weeks you will receive payment either by direct deposit or, you know, a paper check if you need it. But that is our pay structure. We just don't make any exceptions and give you a year's salary up front. So here's the deal. <clears throat> I've worked with you for seven years. Yeah. Seven loyal years. Yeah. Never taken excessive PTO. No. I've I've called in on my vacations. I've been loyal. Yeah. I feel like you don't trust me, right? I'm in this for the long haul. I'm asking for a, a favor, one favor for you to give me the money that you're going to pay me already up front. You don't have to pay me for the rest of the year. Right. I, I need this for a couple of things going on in my personal life. And I would appreciate it if you had my back this one time. Well, I, 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 and I understand. I mean, I, I want to reward your loyalty in some other way. Maybe um, we have some koozies uh, that say I made it over the five year hump. Um, koozies. I got it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want to reward you because I, I do respect and I appreciate your loyalty. But what you're asking is just beyond what we do. We just we just haven't done that before. And I don't. So do it now. So do it now. There's just no reason. You haven't even do. asked anybody yet. You just told me no. How hard have you fought for this? As hard as I've fought for this company for the last seven years? I'm going to have to just go ahead and, and, and put a final point to this, Antoine. I'm going to have to say no. We cannot pay you $75,000 tomorrow. We just can't do it. You're just going to have to accept the pay structure that we have in place. Um. I'm, I'm so sorry about that. And, you know, we, we appreciate you, though. We, oh, do you? Yeah. Koozie. Yeah. It's, um, it's raining yeah, yeah. outside. Yeah. Do you have an umbrella I could borrow? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, don't what about that one right there? That's mine. I'm going to. Wait, we, we cut to uh, Antoine uh, in the break room uh, talking, talking with me, Chief, later. Wait, so you're, say, you're, you're telling me that. If I help you break into the company vault and steal your salary for the rest of the year, you're going to give me this sweet koozie and this umbrella. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. This is the money. This is actually my money that they're holding for me, that they're holding hostage. Oh, that's, so, that's not right. That's not, that doesn't sound not fair. Right. Exactly. That's all I want. I just want what's owed to me. And yeah, I mean, I mean you make a good me point out. there. For help me out, yeah. You get the sweet koozie. Go ahead and read what's on it. You see that? Best best day ever. It says. Best day ever. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's about to be your best day ever. And you get this okay. umbrella as well. Yeah, I, I just have a couple questions about about your plan. Um, like it, it involves um, a lot of murder. Um, like a lot of security guards who work here. I, I know a couple of them. They're, they're really good. They're really good guys. Um, but it looks like you're, you're going to blow them up um, according to this uh, plan. Look, if they are not on my side here, if they don't see where I'm coming from, if they're not, mm -hmm. if they don't trust me to mm -hmm. get the money that is owed to me, that has my name on it, then yes, yes, they're going to have to get blown up. It's going to, but, 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 but that's where you come in. That's where you come in. Because yeah, that, if I'm the one deep. blowing them up, 
that's gonna uh-huh. be too obvious. They're gonna be like, oh, it's, it's Antoine. He's blowing it up to get that money. He was he threw. We made a scene about. But you, you have no motive. It's strangers on the train. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. And think yeah, about this I mean, koozie. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I really want it. I think it'll look really, really good on my on my drinks. It would look fantastic on your drinks. It'll be the best drink ever. Thanks. So yeah. go ahead and take these explosives on the suitcase and then come back to the office about 11 p.m. I'll let you in the door and you take it from there. Again, we're doing the right thing here. No, yeah. This is money that's owed to me. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, you know, um, you you might as well take... Are you planning on taking just money for this year or, like, money for, like, next year and a year after that? I mean, if you see it... um, Again, I'm planning to be here for the long haul, right? Mm-hmm. Seven years, probably seven more. So seven years worth of money while mm-hmm. you're at it. Like if you see it. And you might get a promotion. It. So, you know. Um, hey, that's true. That could be more money. Yeah. That is true. I should be up for a promotion. You know what? You know what? Go ahead and make it 90000 I should okay. be up for a promotion, even if they don't think so. Yeah. I, I've yeah. never been this year. I'm, I'm still. How long have you worked here? Uh, 12 years. So my entry level. Position. How much do you make a year? <clears throat> About twenty-five. Before you just get a promotion, make it thirty. <laughs> oh, thanks. Go ahead and get thirty for yourself. We're doing the right okay. thing here. This company yeah. owes it to us. Yeah, it, it does. It does. Thanks. <laughs> we cut to we cut to Tandy in the vault, and. Eight hundred. I mean, eight, eighty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine and ninety thousand. Oh, counting this money takes up so much time. Oh, you're still staying here later, Michi. Uh, yeah. You, I I thought you'll be gone by now. Oh yeah, no, I am. I've been looking for my umbrella. I had it in my office earlier. I don't know what happened to it. I guess I'm gonna have to just uh, cover my head with something else. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get ready to go and uh, okay. go to sleep to wake up and come back to this place bright and early tomorrow. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm gonna stay a bit longer. I'm trying to get a promotion. Oh wow! So, yeah, we value that here. That's so important to us. Loyal workers who put in the extra mile. Oh, let me look in. I think. Oh yes, I do. I have a koozie. I can go ahead and give you a koozie to to to. Thank you for all your hard work. We like to recognize. Oh. Um, this one's like, nicer than the one I got earlier today. This is a really nice oh. koozie. Oh, you got a it's koozie? So soft. Yeah, you got a koozie earlier today? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't remember handing out any koozies. Where'd you get that koozie from earlier today? How, how'd, you, how'd that happen? Um, it was given to me by um, another worker. Um, oh, okay. Oh, good. Oh, I love that. That's wonderful. They're passing on yeah. our... Our, our good team spirit here. We've got great teamwork. Okay. Yeah, yes, so yeah, thank you for this. Are um, you are so welcome? Yeah, it's just um, it, it makes me feel a little bit conflicted now. Oh, how so? Okay, well, I was asked to do something, mm-hmm. um, but you know, now that I'm, you know, I, I was given something to, to do yeah. something. Oh, um, okay. like an advanced payment. But now mm-hmm. that I've got this. I kind of feel like it's it's not worth it anymore. That I, I should maybe hold off. That I I am being treated well here at this job. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah. let's let's sit down and maybe I can talk to you a little bit about what what uh, was offered, and you know, maybe I can help you solve your problem. Okay, I, you know, I know you're at HR, and you can yeah, uh, sure. You know, make counter offers and stuff. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. After talking with Amici, she then calls John. Do 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 do. Ring <clears throat> ring. Yeah. Hey, John. Oh gosh, I'm so glad I caught you. Listen. We have a uh, could be the beginnings of some sort of villain cooking up here, and we really would really like to put a stop to it. We wouldn't. We'd like to put a stop to it. I know you told me that you don't just freelance anymore, and that if we needed your help to go ahead and give you a call uh, uh, to contract your services. So I'm, I'm putting in this call. We're going to need you to um, go ahead and, and I know you don't want me to call you a, a superhero but no. or that they're powers, but we need your special skills. You need me to fuck somebody up for you is what you're asking. Yes. That's, well, whatever you, whatever you need to do. How um, much is it going to cost this time? Oh, and, and, and you know, this whole fee structure thing you have now, that's so, we used to do all this for free and then. And uh, yeah, well, um, the problem is I don't own anything that I do. Once I do my work, it's yours. You get all the credit. I get all the shit. Yeah. So if I'm going to get some shit, I got to get some scratch in the meantime. All right. I know we signed the contract with you and all yeah. that, your, your intellectual property and what we own and what I know. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you're right. Uh, so why don't you um, send us an invoice? Uh, right now, we're probably able to to um, spend approximately. Um, I'm gonna say about seventy, about seventy thousand. About seventy thousand. Uh -huh. We cut to the to the roof of this company where John faces off with Antoine. So they brought in the big guns, huh? Um, I don't need any guns to do what I'm about to do. It's a metaphor. I see that they brought in the local hero. Look, you're not going to find a villain here, just a loyal employee looking for what's his, what's owed Listen, him. I don't give a fuck which you are. I'm getting $70,000. You're getting what? $70,000 to take you out, sir. What? I'm not a... I was, I was asking for 75 of my of my own money working here, and they gave me a koozie. They gave you a koozie? They gave me a koozie. That's fucked up, man. So you did yeah. all of this shit for a koozie? You about to get fucked up over a koozie? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of superhero. Well, I wouldn't be a superhero. I would be more of a what do they call those guys? Um, what those guys they sent in mercenaries? Mercenary. Uh, be like a super mercenary contract for hire. Yeah. yeah, that would be painful. Can you imagine the city hall? Batman, we got someone breaking into the to the, the DNA lab. Well, how much money? What's your budget looking like? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want them to be arrested? Do you want them dead alive? It's going to cost you different tiers. And you know, the surge price is going on right now, so yeah. it's going to be a little yeah. higher. It's going to be a little what higher. Kind of hero package you want? <laughs> hero package. <laughs> they go back and they're just like, just kill them. It's cheaper, and he just zaps them. It was like a couple hundred dollars. All right, see you next time. <laughs> um, Cicely has a great quote there. She said, uh, villains make their own hours. Heroes work on villains' time. Mm -hmm. 
They sure do. They sure that? do. Um, Joker was fucking up Batman's plans for sure in the Dark Knight. Like, Jesus. Batman was more mad at that than anything. Like, <laughs> just being interrupted. Just being interrupted. <laughs> God damn, who is this guy? You don't want to fuck with this guy. He's bolted up to fuck up your shit, Batman. Yeah, you, you can't go on vacation. I mean, nothing. You, you're right. You don't get like, you don't get peace unless the villain wants you to have peace. You don't, you just, you just stay ready, basically. And that's what happens when you care. I think that's the, that's the conundrum that um, superheroes get into that villains um, don't have. If you care, then there's that, you know, that desire to always help. Whereas uh, most villains are narcissists and you know, they really don't give a crap about people other than themselves. But that is the tax for caring that you're always involved. You're always doing something. But couldn't you argue that some superheroes are narcissists too? Hmm. Couldn't we argue that? Like, not like I'm saying this metaphorically because I don't know one fucking superhero and be like, that dude is an asshole. <laughs> but um, like when I watch movies, sometimes you, I watch them in a different light. I watch them and go, I wonder if there's any time Batman says some slick shit that normally people would have been like, fuck you, Batman, but they can't say that. Now I watch the movie looking for all of those parts. Um, and there are often times when they do like talk shit to like whoever, right? Because they're Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, well, if they're narcissists, like how do you break that to a Superman? How do you, you know, how do you tell a, a guy like that, right? Um, they end up, they could end up being kind of like that cop syndrome, right? Where it's like, I'm helping the greatest extent of the law, but that's only because they tell themselves that and they'll do anything else mm-hmm. and be like, but I still said today, you arrested that one dude, but you fucked up like 18 apartment buildings. <laughs> like, but like Miami times 10 to catch one fucking dude, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Incredibles had a like, the second Incredibles did a, did a little bit of twist on that with like Mr. Incredible, like his ego to like let things kind of naturally go and let somebody else do something that's better than him. He wants to smash everything and he fucks up like the whole mm-hmm. city doing that shit. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where that question, that's where my comments come from. Oh yeah. Yeah. So just a question. Who do you who you guys thought was like the most overrated superhero? Mm. Superman. Okay, hold that. I wanna I wanna know why, but I don't hear everybody else's. Yeah, it was it was a lot of moving parts. I I I, I like that one because I know I was thinking of an old character. It had to have been either a Batman or Superman or Spider. I wasn't, you know, I don't, I don't know nothing about all the rest of that stuff happening. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> of the official one, yeah, it was it was way too much. The phone booth, yeah. Mm. Not so much overrated, but um, I think a weird limit would be like Spider Man. Like, he can't swing in the suburbs. He can't, you know, he needs, he needs like downtown skyscrapers. 
<laughs> It'd be terrible once that, in a park. Once that runs out, yeah, once that runs out, he's 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 on foot. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Like if they're in the middle of the ocean, that boy is out of there. If that if <laughs> he's a, they can take him to prison in the middle of the ocean, he can't do nothing. Um, maybe, actually, yeah, maybe I should ask about that. Is the question about which hero hero's power aren't as good as people think they is, or is it about who's their body as, of work. as a hero, Who, their body of work okay. as a hero? Yeah, because power is, you know, like like I think uh, what's to do with the ring? I think that's a shitty ass power. He has a ring, ring lantern, he has a piece of jewelry, and that gives him power. <laughs> Fuck out of here, a piece of jewelry. Um. But um, <laughs> I don't think Aquaman, like Aquaman's power is tremendous. But I don't give a fuck about sea talking to the sea animals, right? Like, <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. So, Law uh, so, and order. Fish edition. Fish edition. He's going around <laughs> punching whales and shit. <laughs> That's not impressive. That's like he's being like the best bowler. Yeah. But your high school is full of like Football and track athletes. <laughs> People are like, I mean, you're good at bowling, but it's bowling, you know. This guy runs 100 meters in 10 seconds. <laughs> time, that bowler's time will come, man. There will be a moment. He will have his moment being the best bowler. I think a bowler, I think a bowler superhero will be fucking awesome. Dude just had one like arm, just metal laser arm, and he just pulled out a he just pulls out of different bags and he just rolls the balls and knocks you over. I think they did that in that too. movie, uh, Mystery Team. Mystery, Mystery Men. Was it Mystery Men? With I gotta go see it. Yeah. No, that's the old one. You can rent that. That's um, oh, yeah. with Ben Stiller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mystery Men. Yeah. yeah. I gotta, I gotta rewatch that. In my head, I have more like Blade. Like, I imagine like a dude like Blade. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. just real, you know, creepy. And you're just, but, you know, he has like his bowler shirt on, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And they're all like, "Count money and drugs," and he just a ball just rolls across the screen. <laughs> That's funny. You, there's no way that that bowling superhero is like a serious uh, character. You're gonna laugh at that movie. I, there's no way they can make that. <laughs> his backstory, everything about that. He was like a championship bowler that got like it was just you got like through the wire or something, and they put his arm back. But they were like, we we added an addition to it. It can throw fireball bowling balls. <laughs> so whenever you roll, it throws like oh, really really fast. It will fuck people up, and that's the only thing you do. Like kind of like Spider Man, he would be like the bowling version of Spider Man. Yeah. If there's a ball near him, he would keep fucking <laughs> throwing yeah. it. Or the ball would return to him like Thor. Like, like, <laughs> like, it would be a return. It would be like a return. <laughs> the bowling alley, it would just come up from some the, space. The ball is made out of like some. Yeah, that's what happens is he's driving and he gets hit by like some asteroid, like Meteor Man. It hits him. <laughs> they, hit some, they take him to the hospital, you know. Now he has a supernatural arm, and yeah, and, and the asteroid is like perfectly formed, like rock bowling ball that he throws, and he notices it fucks people up. John, yeah. I got a question for you Is there a movie that 
everyone loves and you just don't understand. Oh, good. Why? That's a good John question. Ooh, where do I start? Um, you just don't get the hype. There's a lot of them. So I'll say the big one is um, the one that I'm really just kind of like, mm, is uh, the big Lebowski. <laughs> As we talk about bowling, bowling. Mm -hmm. the big Lebowski never liked it. Couldn't sit through it. Never grabbed my attention. Like I tried, I just never got me. Like it just never grabbed me. And it's like keep watching this. There's nothing else more important than this right now. Did, um, did you just like turn it off? Are you the type of guy who just turned off? Asleep a couple times. Okay. Yeah, I will. Like. Even a good movie, if I feel like I'm not in the right space to watch it, I'll pause it or turn it off and rewatch it with the right mindset. But uh, The Big Lebowski, man, I've tried for like 10 years. Mm. I'm not going to 100% give up on it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Like it's some sort of mountain you're trying to climb. Or a three-hour epic movie. <laughs> well, so here's here's my reasoning. Um, when Napoleon Dynamite came out, I didn't understand it. People were, like, throwing up out of their nose uh, laughing at that fucking movie. It took me, like, 10 years before I actually really laughed while watching the movie. And I laughed because it, <laughs> I thought it was really incredible. Like, once I knew the backstory of how it was made, then I could go back and kind of go, oh, that's actually funny. When it first came out, the girl I was dating at the time, her whole family was like, John, we got your tickets. We're going to go see this movie. And I don't really know if I want to see that movie. It's, it's a white dude talking about some tater tots. You know, like, I don't know if I want to waste two hours and some money on that. And they ended up watching it uh, at their house somehow. I forgot how we did it. They were in tears. Couldn't breathe. I mean, like, Snorting, farting, all that kind of laughing at the movie. Now, isn't that the best way to watch a comedic movie? Like, if it, if it doesn't hit you, then is it ever right? Like, talk about a mindset. Mm -hmm. You got to going it, nuts. It didn't hit me though. It was like this is fucking stupid. Oh my god! I'm black. But listen. <laughs> and, and nobody can argue me. It is. I won't stand. I won't stand for the nap die. I won't stand for for the for the nap die bashing in my presence. You, I, you gonna, I, I, you, I said I grew. It but you came years. around. That's why. Yeah, you came around. Years. I came around. I came around to it. It is funny. Every time I watched it, I think after about ten years, I I think I laugh every time I watch. But I had to have the right mindset. I wasn't. Like I'm, I was one of those people who were like, if you were like, "Chop, this is the best fucking burger place ever," my mom would be like, "That's impossible. I don't want to even try it because I feel like it's going to be overhyped, and I'm not going to be able to really enjoy it. And if it's a basic ass burger, then I can't trust you anymore. Trust selections. And nine times out of ten, it's never the greatest you've ever had. And that's how people talk about it. And this is so funny. It's the funniest movie ever." Funniest movie of the year. These guys are awesome. They're the funniest people on earth right now. And I turn it on, and, and you know, it, it's so underwhelming, but but it's beautiful for what it is. But if you're like coming in and you're watching it, and there's just some dude in the middle of nowhere with all these, like, are they serious? Are they not serious? Is this a real movie? Is this like, what the fuck is going on? 
Um, it's kind of a little bit of Tom Green-esque like vibe to it, but it's not it, – it just threw me off. I just was not ready to receive that movie. Um, the Big Lebowski's the same way. But I like bad movies, obviously, yeah. so Pootie Tang. Um, I absolutely knew Pootie Tang was trash when I watched it. That actually – it's still hard for me to watch that movie, Pootie Tang. Yeah. <laughs> it's super bad. <laughs> Um, uh, we we, yeah. we cut to an office. Uh, uh, John, um, so um, come step on in. Um, thanks for coming for this interview. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we've been looking for a superhero, um, and I've been looking over your resume. Um, you're an impressed man. Um, nothing impresses you. Uh, and that's the exact profile we're looking for. Um, so we need to kind of dampen everybody's spirits, talk people down from, uh, you know, making things sound really great. Um, so, Excuse yeah. I, is it going to be any work I have to do? Because I do that all the time. That's not necessarily work, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to pay to to go around the city and, and do this. Just talk to random people and, and uh, you know, bring them down. Bring them, bring their spirits down to a, a manageable level. You know, these people that get overexcited about stuff. Mm, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're, we're gonna pay you a salary. Um, you're gonna make your own hours. How much are we talking? Um, seventy, seventy-five thousand um, a year. Uh, we'll pay you one lump sum. You just just you give know. me a check, mm -hmm. and then I could just go and do all, do what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Delta comes to the office for an easy job. How 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 will you know if I'm actually going out and doing this work? I mean, you know, I'll be checking Twitter. Let's see, see how people perception of the city. How are people feeling out there? You know, I, I don't know what's going on. I was just making sure this one was legit. The last few haven't been so legit, you know. Just felt like they've been hiring me to go break up with the girlfriends. Oh, no, like I'm I'm a legitimate supervillain. I'm trying to destroy the city, and I feel like... Hiring you to go out there and hurt people's spirits is going to, you know, be a, a real way to boost my my profile and and uh, you know, uh, just you know, just bring bring out spirits to the city. So, well, don't 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 bank on your profile being too much larger. I wouldn't get your hopes up about that. I think we should do it. There. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we cut to uh, John walking up to. <laughs> walking through the park. Hey, man. Hey, man. Today is the day. You ready to have your mind blown, man? It's the Big Booty Festival. Come on, man. Right this way. Dude, I need you to get your hands off of me talking about some booties. All right? Dude, Chill you've out. never seen you a festival like this. This is man. the best festival in the universe. Come right this way, man. The Big that's, Booties are over here. That sounds disgusting, sir. Disgusting. What? You should be ashamed of yourself walking up to people and just talking about a whole bunch of booties being in an area. Disgusting. What? what? You should be doing something better with your life, man. I'm in med what? school. You're in med school? Yeah. Are you is, serious? This is, I'm, this is what I study. This is, study this is a research project. <laughs> you study booty festivals. That's what I study booties do. in particular. Uh, of all sizes and shapes, but the Booty Festival is one concentration of mm -hmm. all the city's finest booties. So anybody who's anybody who's interested in researching booties is going to be there. Also, well, it's the best festival in the universe. Well, I got a couple of questions for you. One, you don't look 
like you know what a good booty is, even if it hits you. So how do I know if I was going to go over to this festival, all of those booties you say are the best over there are going to actually be the best? Hmm? You ever think about that? What scale of best are we using here? Are we using, you know, the medical profession scale? Are we using a more universal big booty scale? What, what are we talking about here? It doesn't sound like you got your shit together. Maybe you should just drop out of med school or something, huh? Maybe what you really want is just a piece of ass and you're using the medical system to get to it. We, we cut to Antoine talking to his, uh, to his doctor. So you've been feeling depressed for a week ever since you, you had a bad experience with a superhero, supervillain? Yeah, I've, been, I've just been questioning my choices. I, okay. I, I, maybe I've been on the wrong path, you know? I, I thought I was interested in studying booties all over the world. No, no, maybe uh, saving. Say no more. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you something to help you, okay? Okay. It's a suppository. A suppository? Mm -hmm. What am I supposed to do with that? It goes in the booty. And I, what else do you think? <laughs> I think the doctor is I just feel like um, if I ever heard a doctor use the, the word booty and describe what's wrong with somebody, I don't think I'll be able to hold it together. <laughs> yes, ma'am. When we pulled you out the car, your booty was in two different places. <laughs> we had to dislocate the left booty cheek and pop it back in there. <laughs> he just kept saying that. Wait, what? you're popping it back in there. It's not a Lego piece. <laughs> it would fit. No, that would be hilarious, man. That's why I couldn't be a doctor. I, I just. My, I guess my comedy brain just overpowers. There's certain things I would not be able to just not laugh at, you know? Yeah, I'm sure doctors are challenged sometimes with people's ignorance and the issues they get into and why do you think that was a good idea? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I had a, <laughs> one of my friends, this was actually a funny story. I'm not going to put her out there either. <clears throat> but I actually overheard this conversation. She was having my wife about a patient that came in whose neck was like, like she was like, her neck was in like a, a whole lot of pain, like a shit ton of pain, level eight, nine level. And the doctor was like, well, what happened? She was like, well, I was giving my husband some head. And the next morning I just woke up and I wasn't able to move my neck. And she said, like, all the doctors after she left was like, God damn, what kind of hair was she giving? <laughs> and I was thinking, like, as a doctor, that would have been the first thing I would have been like, you were what? Like, I need to, I need your husband to come in and we need to, I need to figure out what's going on here. Like, what new shit are y'all doing? Your neck is fucked up, man. That's that TikTok shit. Trying to do shit for TikTok. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, John. What? <laughs> no, yeah. TikTok. TikTok head. TikTok you say TikTok head? 
you know how people be doing the TikTok challenges, but they don't be going well at all. Like they be like, that's the only time I ever look at TikTok is when it's like a like a a, a, a disaster happens, and they're like, this guy is putting alcohol all over his body and catching on fire. You're like, oh my god, he catches on fire, and then he's all burnt up. That should be funny to me. <laughs> that shit is so funny. Um, and you know, I, I was I felt bad about the girl that did the uh gorilla glue on the head, right? That's oh, yeah. another, like, like I saw that on TikTok or mm. something like that. So, mm. <clears throat> so I call them TikTok head. Okay. Just... <laughs> I let John, we, we, we've uh gone a little bit past the hour mark, but I'll let John decide if we're at the end of the show or not. To the show. That's right. Of course, man. Of course, man. I ain't trying to keep people up. It is my birthday, so I'm gonna lay down, finish watching a movie with my wife. Um, it won't be Big Lebowski. It won't be Big Lebowski. Uh, it will not be that. Give it how many more years? And ten more, we can re we can revisit this. You gonna give it? To give it a full twenty. Give it another ten years. John, so how, 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 how do you feel ever. about? John, how do you feel about Twilight, and how's your wife feel about Twilight? You know, the only Twilight I well, so I didn't think Twilight were great, but I didn't think they were as bad as some people were like, "Oh my God, Twilight is disgusting! It just doesn't do this, it doesn't that." There was one Twilight that actually did catch me, and that was uh, I want to say it was one of the last ones. I got really like, I kind of want to see how this ends, but I didn't care too much for the beginning. Um, and Clarina doesn't, I don't think she feels anything bad about it either. Um, but I do know a lot of people that hate Twilight. And I'm not a, I'm not a Twilight lover, but I didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. Right? I, I'm like, some love story. <laughs> yeah, you think he gets too much hate. I thought some of them got too much hate as far as how it was received. Um, but again, what do I know? And I watched that almost seven, eight years ago. So I watched it today and it could be trash. You saw the whole thing, all the movies? Yeah, not at all together, but I did see them all like individually. Um, and so it's last... interesting to me for a movie that you're sort of like meh about. Like, why watch all of it? Well, I've seen them all at different points. So, like, I might have seen, like, oh, we're watching the first one and it came out. I was like, ah, whatever. The second one's on television. I might have sat through it, like, in college or something. But then I watched the last two, like, actual movies. Like, I actually was like, all right, since I've watched these, let me watch the last two. And then after I watched them, I was like, well, now I got to watch the third one. Because who the fuck is that dude? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um but I mean, the Harry Potters were more entertaining to me. Um, and I don't, I like vampires. I just, I mean, if they, like, I, I, what what do people expect vampires to be? Like, what, the, what do they expect them to be? Um, I, I have, like, I don't think every black vampire that could exist is Blade. I don't look at them like that. So I wouldn't watch everyone like Blade. Um, they're probably going to be some very uh, googly vampire. There's like that one in that movie when they were all prissy and contacts and soft speaking vampires. I'm sure they got that. I didn't think much of it. 
Mm-hmm. Now, oh. if you were to ask me, what's a black movie that I think is overhyped? Okay. Again, on that one, um, I literally just lost my thought. Black oh. movie, I think it's overhyped. We were talking oh. about vampires. Oh. Yeah, we were talking about vampires. Mm. Um, I gotta think about it. I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll remember it. Dang. Who stars in it? I lost my thought. I because she Miranda is not her fault. <laughs> she put Eddie Murphy likes Vance, and immediately that made me think of um, Vampire in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. which is a which is a movie I like, and it's horrible. And I don't care who dislikes that movie. I love that movie. That movie is absolutely <laughs> terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that made me think of a black movie that I that that is terrible that other people. Like that I don't like, and I had one, but I forgot. Mm. So, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. I don't have nothing else. Oh, okay. Nothing else. We can end the show. It's all birthdayed out. Oh, I like Fred, Friday. Fred is good. Yeah, I like Fred Friday. Um, yeah, Friday is good. New Jack City is one of my favorite movies, even though I don't, I don't like Ice Cube in that. I mean, Ice T in that movie. I hate him in that movie. Um, He's the same guy as in Law and Order, right? Exactly. He's the same guy. What, what, what other range? What, what, what else does he? What, what <laughs> Ice T, man. <laughs> I was like, I was watching my friend used to watch it, and I used to be like, you, you could tell exactly what Ice T is going to say. In every Law and Order show, whatever is going on, that, that's what he's going to say. You know, well, the same literally set. repeats what's going on. Same <laughs> somebody else said in the line. I mean, he's there's no no range whatsoever. It's he's never going to be the overhyped guy. He's never gonna. He's there's no other that you get him just for that. When you want that character, <laughs> then you you call him because that's you you get one note. It's a one note experience. Um. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, I was gonna say Miranda Black. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Another great one. Tyler Perry films. Now you're getting into some interesting territory. You get into mm-hmm. like Medea. Um, <laughs> Medea. And uh, <laughs> the, the, the Tyler's different, man, because he's kind of him and Kevin Hart are kind of like they know their fan. So they're making them exclusively for their fans. I don't think they made a project that was kind of um, like, oh, here it is. Thank you for reminding me. Think like a man. Oh, I didn't see it. Didn't see it? Devil, what's her face in it? Who's what's her face? <laughs> no, that's what a man wants, right? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, think like a man is. The, oh no, no, you're right. Is that um, yeah, Kevin Hart had? Um, yeah, uh, Taraji P Henson. Taraji P. Um, yeah, I think she was. My, yeah, I don't think it was a bad movie. I don't think they're bad movies. I just wouldn't watch it again. I don't need to see it again. That's what I put in like a. Was a movie I like? If I watched them, it's like mm-hmm. yeah. another one that people don't like. Independence Day. 
Never really a fan. Oh, yeah. Really? I wouldn't watch it again. I watched it once. I wouldn't watch it again. That's why. When I watched, <laughs> when it first came out, I, I thought it was overhyped. Mm. But I loved Will Smith in it. I thought mm. he did awesome. I loved that he got bigger after that. But Independence Day was pretty whack. It's hard to sit through and watch even now. I'm sorry. My thoughts. That the White House blowing up. It's one of the most used Iconic. ways to demonstrate a DVD you've ever seen. Right. Um, and, and for the record, anybody who was confused like me, Think Like a Man came out in 2012. It did have Taraji P and Kevin Hart. What Men Want came out in 2019. Mm. Had Taraji P and Kevin Hart. Oh, <laughs> no, that okay. It was a little yeah. confusing for me. Two completely different. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What a, the next movie, What a Man Wants, but actually thinks. <laughs> what men think. <laughs> what we think men want to think. <laughs> Kevin Hart, Taraji Pete. Um, no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen Independence Day in a long time. So, yeah, maybe it doesn't hold up. I remember it being a fun little little jaunt of a movie. It was, but it wasn't a like Jurassic Park, like that's right. It wasn't like a movie that you're like even as old as Jurassic Park. Watching the original Jurassic Park still doesn't feel like watching like the old Godzilla, right? When you're like, what the hell? It hasn't had that feeling yet. But if you watch Independence Day, you feel like you're watching like God old Godzilla. You're like, mm-hmm. it's Young Will. That's cool, but man, this this might have been. It could be the technology. It could have been. We're just that much farther in the future. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, my thoughts. That's, there's some stiff competition around that time, too. You got Jurassic Park, you got Forrest Gump, you got The Matrix. I love Forrest Gump, Gump, man. The movies around that time. I love Forrest. We need a black Forrest Gump movie. Ooh, just black, would that work? Black dude that survived, like, all, this, all these years and was responsible for, like, all of these critical black moments in, in history or was around <laughs> that movie would be huge. Huge, right? It's like you take the it would be huge. It's hard to pull off radio like, fuck, like fuck. throw them around the world. <laughs> Did you say radio? <laughs> yeah. Cuba from radio. Cuba from radio. It's like just drop them on the other side of the world. <laughs> Miranda's asking when that would be about Michael watch. Che. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't talk about Che. Uh-uh. We have something to talk about Che. I don't. Say, know. I've only seen the stand up really. Oh, we didn't it's talk about it. She scandal. I think he said some. Miranda, can you stand up? What did he say about Simone Biles? I didn't know he said something. What he said was he wanted. I'm paraphrasing. He wanted to make fun. He's he, he loved to make some jokes about Simone Biles. He had like. 5, 10, 15, however many minutes worth of jokes in his head about Simone Biles, right? But he didn't make the joke. He didn't say any jokes, but he, but other people tweeted their jokes about Simone Biles and one of them, and he rated them. And one of them was uh, involved Dr. Nasser. And I think he gave that one like a, a eight out of 10 or something, pretty high score, right? And then, um, Somebody else made another joke and then, uh, you know, he rated that one. So he got uh, 
he got dragged through the mud for making fun of uh, um, uh, a woman, a woman, a black woman, making fun of rape culture and all of these things. So he's he's uh, he's he's currently uh, persona non grata, um, uh, and he's 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 getting dragged. He and then he like later he came back and said that somebody his Twitter was hacked. Right? Oh, my Twitter was hacked. I, uh, you know, got all of this stuff cleared out and, oh, well, yeah. So I'm going to go to church Sunday, but, uh, did y'all see, did y'all see the baby? Anybody see what the baby did? You know, so it's like throwing the baby out there. Um, I, I wish well, I would have said, <laughs> yeah. like, come on, y'all. It can't yeah. be worse than the baby. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, the baby. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't, I saw the, the comments. I didn't look into them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't. Simone Biles is—you know, she's one of the greatest athletes ever to come out of our country. Yeah. So I give respect for her. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on with her as far as like why she, you know, had to take some time off or all the hoopla. So I'll, I'll definitely give well versed in that. Uh, and Michael Che is a comedian too. So I mean, I when I when I ask myself all of these questions. Um, I don't think because you're a comedian it makes you absolve from being human, but mm-hmm. um, I also don't feel like we should uh, demonize you know, demonize comedians or anybody who's just saying stupid shit. Shit that doesn't matter, right? As long as it's not impeding on that person. <clears throat> and that's like the lowest common denominator I could get to is to stop fucking with each other. <laughs> This this actually kind of ties into a question I've been wanting to ask this group for a while. Maybe, maybe we could talk about it in another episode. And I'll I'll just ask you this, John. Should people? I'm trying to figure out the word. This should people keep making fun of each other? Do you think that there's value in the people insulting one another? And I, 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 I'm going to, my default answer is yes. Um, and I don't, but I don't mean it as like insulting and taking advantage of bullying or taking, you know, using it as a form of aggression to get something from that person. Um, but I guess what you're going to, yeah, I think people, I don't think what's there's the value thing, in it. What's the value in it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, sense of humor is a is a positive value in a cultural space. Um, insulting people, there's a part of that that could be true, based in truth. And imagine if there was no insulting and no jokes, but you have to tell people cold hard truths about things that they needed to change right away. Think how easy that would be to receive all of that, right? <clears throat> um, so people sometimes use insults and jokes to deliver things less crudely than they would saying it straight on if they don't know how to say that. Um, on top of that, um, I don't think as humans, man, we should be involved. We should be removed from things that um, that people say about us in our con- like consciously, right? I think I don't, don't think there's a way to turn that off without government agency, right? Like, it, it, I, I just don't see that ever being a thing. There's always going to be somebody who's going to talk shit 
And if people don't know how to deal with it, then the person that talks shit will end up becoming the, the criminal or the bad guy. But it's a natural thing. I don't know one culture, people that don't talk shit to each other unless they're in a dictatorship, <laughs> right? Some kind of like, we do not have any kind of freedom of speech. So in that kind of sense, at the most basic level, uh, I guess value it brings is you have the ability to say whatever you want in your agency, right? In, in that world comes hip hop and comedy and all these crude satires and things. Um, if you remove that, they'll just do it in the other kinds of forms of art, whether it be story, music, poems, humming, you know, um, you know, it's, I mean, shit, that, that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. I, I think the value is it gives people the freedom to do and say as they please. And you take that freedom away. Um, I don't really think we understand what goes all with that. Right. So. Um, but yeah, I don't think I, I don't think bullying. I still, it, with that being said, bullying is still a thing. I think, right? Like, if I'm bullying somebody, that's a form of aggression. Whereas if you come in and you got p drops on your pants, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> kind of quick there, huh? If you go, I'm a I'm hurt that you even made this a thing. I'm so upset. Why would you even draw attention? I'm going to feel like something is fragile about you and your like that is not. I didn't say anything aggressive to you. I drew attention to it. I made a joke about it. Could it be an insult? Absolutely, by technical HR terms. But who wants to work in an environment where you couldn't even make any kind of joke because somebody could easily feel anxiety from that joke, right? I don't think it's, I don't think it works. I don't think people want to really be in that environment. My opinion. Nice, nice. What do you think? Nice. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you me personally, and this is one of the reasons why I want to discuss it, because I don't have a fully fleshed out stance on it, but I do think that there's value in people being able to insult one another. I think that there is, um, I think it allows us to keep each other accountable in some ways. Um, and people, some people are motivated through fear of ridicule. I'm not saying necessarily they, that's the right motivation, but sometimes that's what people need. Is like that's what helps them stay on track for whatever their goal is. Um, so I do think that there's value there. Uh, I'm not necessarily one who likes insulting people. Don't necessarily like to be insulted, right? So I don't, not necessarily like a champion of it. Like, mm -hmm. oh man, can't wait to get up and <laughs> roast some roast people today. Everybody, yeah. But I, I like I, said, I don't think it should be banished. I think there is some value in it. That, that means you just like listening to other people get roasted. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> See, I I'm the same way. I, I did a lot of roasting when I was younger. When I got older, I was like, I don't really like that, man. I don't even like that type of energy. I'd rather not do it and just keep it out like that. But I'll still keep the gun with a bullet in it, of course. Uh-oh. 
you still gotta be ready to shoot if somebody, you know, it's it's a defense mechanism too, right? Like you, if you can't fight, you can use your words if you're clever with them. If you don't know how to use your words, he's probably gonna get beat up in some sometime somewhere. One of the things that inspired it is there was a song that uh, someone posted on Facebook. Um, some girls, it's like the next Friday, right? But it's even worse, right? She sounds horrible. Right. And so she posted this music video and everybody is just going in on her in the comments. Um, and it's like, I I, I kind of think it's warranted. Right. Like if you put a piece of work out there and the quality is low, people should tell you. Uh, but, you know, some people might think, oh, no, it's really mean to, you know, they worked hard on this and. You know, they took a chance and put it out there. And we we should support them. We should support. But what if it's bad? <laughs> what, if, what if it's trash? What if it's trash? And you wait some time. You have five minutes before you have to go to sleep. And you got that video and you watched it and it was trash. And you were like, shit. I just wasted <laughs> five minutes. Um, I need to channel this. <laughs> That's not within me. Yeah. It's hard, man. Criticism, and not and everybody's different. Some people can take it and just extract what they get from it. Some people you have to learn how to like pull through harsh criticism, insults. Um, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make you a bad person. I don't think it makes you a bad person. I know a lot of people who are save the world individuals who speak nasty to people all the time. You know, um, I don't think it's I think it's a human thing. Um, but insults, man. Imagine not being able to... You, you, Anybody who thinks this should be banned should go to court. Go to court and see what it's like to stand in front of a judge. You have no authority to insult or say anything personally to defend yourself against this guy or these people who are going to say everything they feel to you. You're going to feel that emotion of like, I wish I I wish I could say whatever the fuck I want in this moment, man, and not be penalized because I'm in this guy's court and you go in the world and you're like, man. Um, or if you watch a history channel of like Soviet Russia, you know, um, or North Korea, where you can't really share any types of insults against anything, structurally, government, political anything right i guarantee there's not a lot of insult bullying over there but what are you giving up you're giving up something that you were born with which is a mind to speak even if it's right or wrong and i think we focus a lot on that and we should focus i think well at least i try to focus for my myself on being able to handle hearing things that i don't necessarily like um and still move forward i mean i tell people all the time You'll be surprised how many times I got called the N-word and all they saw was a jersey on. And I got to go play football, basketball, or baseball, just playing a little baseball game and just having a little fun with my friends. But somebody wants to call me the N-word. Why? Because they know words, if people really take them, will affect how you feel. But it felt real good to look at somebody and call me that and still do what the fuck I want to do. And guess what? It gave it nothing. You wasted your time, not me. And I think that's something that on the other side, um, we should have better 
better ways of dealing with it, right? Or maybe doing roast camp. Maybe just comedians should have a roast camp with people, kids have been bullying, get to go and spend like four weeks with a bunch of comedians. They get roasted the whole first week just so they can just rip all the flesh out, you know, soft skin. And then they just teach them how to roast for the next three weeks. I guarantee them classes will be filled to the top of the mountain. Because that's really what it is. It's, if you want to ban it, it's because you don't feel good about doing it or being on the other end of it. But if you were comfortable, like fighting, right? <laughs> you would be like, I don't care if he's ready to fight. I know how to fight. I'll do it. If you don't know how to fight, we should be banning fights. <laughs> Remove aggression right now. Right? No one who doesn't fight is going to be like, you know, well, obviously people on the fight don't want to fight. They're the best people to have around fights because it will stop the fight from even happening before it gets there. But, you know, I feel the same way about roasting, right? And insults. We need to teach people how to insult better. <laughs> yeah. No, I think there's value there. Like, I'm thinking of it now. I'm reading some of the comments here, like what Richard's saying about building and developing characteristics. And I think back to, I feel like a lot of guys, at least, I can't speak for the women, of course, but a lot of guys have something in their life that I refer to as the chopping block, which is a group of friends who rank on each other whenever they see each other. And what you you sort of gain some skills there. Uh, you check yourself before you go to the chopping block. Make sure you know. Make sure you're straight. Make sure you don't have anything that people would deem an easy target. But it also allows you to spot. You're right. It's like attention to detail. When something is amiss, when something is off, you can it's identify on. it and pinpoint it, it's and then on. you have uh, you're able to jump on it with some sort of creative insult or, or imaginative <laughs> remark or whatever. Like, like I think there are skills that are developed going through this experience. One hundred. Think of it as an athlete. If you're an athlete, you you've been insulted. If you've done it for a long time, you either missed a goal or a ball or got ran over, got shook, all those little things. And those things, man, it really, like you said, it battle tests you. A guy who's like, think of a guy like Floyd Mayweather. What people don't see about that dude, even past the brash ego, is if you watch this dude's gym, watch how those guys train in that gym. It is gutter. It is the war room. The guys are going there to fight and prove to the champ that they are somebody they should be looked at. That means they'll take your head off. That means they'll insult you. They'll do whatever. They'll call you out if they feel like you walking in there limping. They want a piece of somebody. And the one thing that I what I like about it is that he only lets certain people come to spar with him, very selective. One, because he doesn't think everybody can deal with it and handle it. And two, um, you know, it's like he, he it's one of the best times to learn, right? Um, but that dude, he trains in that extremely aggressive and hostile environment because when he goes to fight a, his 80th championship defend, he doesn't, he wants to be able to focus 100% on what's like in front of him and be able to block out all of those other human distractions that are righteous, right? Like, dude, this dude could kill you. There's a million people out here that just paid a lot of money. Um, what if your kid, 
you know, all these things that can happen, you, you know, all these things. And you have to be able to block it out. And I think like that chopping block, you know, I know for me, a lot of those moments help me be able to like deal with like, okay, if I'm in a room with people that could not like me or feel some kind of way, I still know that I can do what I got to do to a high level. You know, even if I slip, I still got to keep doing it because they're just going to talk shit anyway, but I still got to make this bucket. And if you were like not strong at all, man, you wouldn't do anything. You would stop being friends with a lot of friends, you know, a lot of kids, you know, breaking balls, as they say. You know, breaking balls breaking and busting chops. The most harsh critic, the most harsh insults I've ever received have been from women in my life. Women are like laser. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I wouldn't call what they do a chopping block from what I've seen. I, I'm not sure how to refer to it. It's like That's a death by a thousand cuts type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, Tandy. I'm making. No, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. I uh, <laughs> I just assume that it just probably hurts more because maybe you have some other level of emotion invested, or there's something else about your what you guess what you expect from women and then if you get something different it feels worse i mean you know maybe from a guy you kind of ready for it but you know with if it comes from a woman just like i oh, always i always say oh. it's physicality if i'm talking crazy to a guy our words are going to be way more creative because you have to maneuver through the possibility y'all might have to fight to the death most <laughs> men don't look at women with the possibility if i say this word the wrong way. If we both start tangling, one of us or both of us is either going to die or be extremely hurt. So the, just the dance and how we communicate is different. Where women, there isn't that barrier, right? It's just you're just having more of a straight dynamic. In my life, like there's just no creativity in that. And so it's just you're just going to say how you feel or say what you see at the moment. There's no creativity. It, it doesn't feel like. You know, and sure, y'all, you may not even say it with the intentions on, man, I'm going to say this shit. What if he turn around and just throw me out of the house, which he probably physically could do. But I don't see that. Right. They don't feel that with a guy. If I said some shit like that, like I would we would have to think about, is it worth us like really tangling, like wrestling, hitting each other? One punch. We could both kill each other. <laughs> In my experience, I've seen that play out. In, in my relationships with someone, not all women, someone. Mm. Yeah. Do you disagree, Tandy? What? Do you disagree? Uh, wasn't that Bill Burr? Wasn't that his joke that like women just like, you know, it should just like not men here, women, but women should just like just do be like guys and just yeah. have all our brawls. Like somebody say some shit. You just attack because you are right. There's no expectation that you're, there's going to be any physical repercussion, usually, from what you say. So it's and it, that, that changes how you talk to people. Yeah. It does. If, if you walked in a room and I, you owe me money, but you didn't feel like I could physically hurt you, 
The way you would talk to me would be different versus you walk in the room and you see a bunch of bodyguards with guns and you know I got a gun and you know I always shoot you over my money, right? You'd be like, hey, yeah. John, you look good. How's your birthday? Did you get my message? You know, I got your money right here. I actually threw some extra money in there. Versus the fuck you call me talking about I owe you some money. I didn't gave you money. What about that time I bet you would be shot? <laughs> you would be shot, right? They'd be like, take them out, shoot them, get out of my face. It's very much the same principle. Um, I have a friend, his his Joe actually, uh, he has this line where he says, Women don't know mercy because of the physicality. You know, men are have a physical physical upbringing. Like I play football, right? I, uh, I've had to lay on my back so my blow a whistle and I run at them full speed with one of us supposed to be getting knocked out, right? I don't know too many women who do that in their youth. <laughs> Just run at each other, head, head on collisions. No. I've done that for years with all kinds of guys from 330, possibly 400 to small guys, guys that lift all kinds of work. Doesn't mean anything, but what it means is like, I, my, my perception has also been warped by my physical physicality of what I've been through, right? And even to this day, like a guy will say something and they'll be like, man, that guy is kind of big. I'll be like, him? So? <laughs> so? Like, he's big, but he can fall. I've seen him fall. We got to do what we got to do, right? Or we can handle it. But my, I'm not going to change because of that word. Women, it's different. The social construct is different. We all still learning, I guess, how to massage the different um, genders. And that also means what happens when conflict arises amongst those, right? There's not a one shoe fits all. I, you cannot tell me to respond to a guy the same way I would respond to, uh, whoa. Hey, all right, Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> we say it up. Maybe it's a maybe. Maybe it's a man. We needed that. We stayed on long enough <laughs> for the Queen of England to wake up <laughs> and watch the show, and then repeatedly, repeatedly, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Shout out to the Queen of England. Shout out to the Queen of England, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like her, but I didn't know she got down like that. Straight up. <laughs> no hasty time. Give me some new dick. That's how y'all talk over there. That's some YouTube. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. See, a dude yeah. wouldn't have, like, Queen of England could say that. And what do you want to do? Right? The Queen of England could say that. What do you do? But if the king of England said, you know, the other, right, the other thing, <laughs> we'll be canceling the king of England. It woke me up. <laughs> and that's hey, the end of the night. <laughs> that's the end of the Let's wrap this up. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the Queen of we got some more stuff. Um, thank y'all. I had a dope birthday. Um, of course, I got to 
I got to, I got to do something with y'all. Um, thank everybody. And of course, we will be moving our hats. So please message us if you would like to uh, get one of these. We are, I would like to also do a giveaway. Um, so we have some news on a giveaway coming up pretty soon for our next up and coming shows. Um, but I love y'all. Antoine, you, anybody got anything um, to say before we head out? He loves us. He loves us. Happy birthday. Take care of your booties. And, uh, <laughs> go see some improv yeah. when it's back up if you live in Houston or anywhere. Go see improv anywhere if it's going on. Peace out.